0: Welcome to Hearts of Caregiving, Nurturing the Souls of Caregivers. This podcast focuses on supporting and empowering caregivers who selfishly dedicate their time and energy caring for others. Whether you're a professional caregiver or supporting a loved one, we offer a sanctuary for inspiration, self-care tips, and and a reminder that you're not alone on your journey. Hosted by Velda Brannison, Janine Marbury Bryant, and Mary C. Hartfield. Tune in every Wednesday as we explore the profound impact of caregiving and discover the power of nurturing your own heart along the way.
1: Welcome to Hearts of Caregiver, a podcast where we dive deep into the joys, challenges, and profound experiences of those who care for others. Whether you're a professional caregiver, a family member providing care, or someone interested in a caregiving journey, this episode for you. I'm Mary C. Hartfield, one of your co-hosts, Janine Marberry bright and Velda Branson are out doing some respite care. So today we're going to talk about exploring what it means to give care with and resilience. And why we're today talking about this subject is because um, this, I got back on Sunday from going to my last uncle, my mom's um, last sibling. Um, Dr. Roosevelt Elkhorn funeral in Houston, Texas, and I thought about when I got there, and even even over the years, um, I thought about the care that my aunt Joanne gave to my uncle. She gave so much care, and then how the support. You know, we always talk about that you as a caregiver need support, and the support she received from her. Um, her sister, from her kids, which are all I'm saying. I say kids, adults, how they supported her. And it was just a blessing. Um, and I think really one of the strong moments was during the service, my cousin Kelly got up, talked about her dad, but also she turned around and thanked her brother, Roosevelt Jr., who lived there in Houston with them, of how every night he came over and supported my aunt. And did what had to do, and was even more she she may mention of that when he swept the floor, he didn't just sweep the floor, he swept the floor the way that she liked it to be done, and I think that was so powerful because a lot of times we go in helping someone thinking, "Oh, I'm just going to do this the way I want it to be done." But she mentioned she did, he did things a way that she would like it to be done. And I think that even supported her and made it easier to deal with or whatever. Um, but I think that's why we kind of talk about, you know, is really the give care, compassion and resilience. You know, my aunt was so resilient um, the years she took care of him. How she supported him, you know. They talk about my uncle. We displayed about he always had inventions. He was doing, you know, even a um, like a week before um, he got hospitalized, and he had called me with his grandson Josh, and he was talking about another dream that he had. You know, he was always a dreamer, but one thing about it, he took to action and he did it. He carried it out. But one thing about it is. No one stopped him from dreaming, even when he was sick and being cared for. He didn't stop dreaming. He kept going. So that even the resilience there um, of him, but even the people around him thinking, you know what? You're not going to be able to do this. You know, you're sick. You're not able to do this or that. You need help with this. But yet they allowed him to dream. So I think that was just wonderful. Um, My aunt, um, she gives a great example of how caregiving and how to take care of someone. You know, and really when you think about caregiving, it's an act of love, sacrifice, and dedication. And that's what my aunt did for my uncle. You know, it's really about being there for someone at their most vulnerable moments and making a difference in their lives, that you're there. You know, him coming over every single night, just being there. His daughter's coming over. His daughter's calling, whose word not there, but still seeing him. Um, so we're going to start a conversation. By looking at the essence of caregiving, what makes a, someone a caregiver? You know, it's not just about the tasks and responsibilities, but about the heart and soul poured into the role. And I think about my aunt as they talked um, while we were there, we spent time with family members. Um, it's so funny, too. My uncle was one that he always brought people together. So you always have people that you may think you're related to, but actually you're not, but that's because they became part of the family. So it was wonderful. Met so many beautiful people that, and then people too, that, you know, you forgot how connected we are to each other. You know, it's really a smaller world than what we think, but it's just beautiful of, like I said, you can see her love that she had for my uncle and the sacrifice and dedication that she had to him. And the thing is, she didn't mind doing it. She loved doing it. That was the love of her life. And she loved doing it. So it was really, it was about being there for him. So let's talk about it. Um, what is it? Um, you know, you think about like me, my years of caregiving. I've learned that it's about more than just providing physical assistance. It's about connecting, understanding, and emphasizing with those you care for. You know, you gotta, it's, it's more, you know, it's connecting to them. You know, I talked about before, you know, what do they need? Them turn around and let uncle dream and not saying, uncle, you know, you know, why are you dreaming? You need to worry about being, getting better, but he dreamed and they allowed that to happen. Empathizing with the person for those that you care for is so important. It is really about a journey of mutual growth and learning. You're learning from each other. It's just, for example, um, being there those three days, um, I learned so much about caregiving and the capacity to care for others. You know, my aunt, um, you know, every day, that's what she was dedicated to, him, and she would have been, the rest of his life that she was always there. You know, when you say your marriage vows to death, do we part? You know, it, and it says about health, you know, in sickness and in health. She was there for him. So caregiving goes so much beyond what we always think. You know, and caregiving is a role that shapes both the caregiver and the care receiver in profound ways. And I found that as people talked about it, my aunt, I knew as you talked to her, you know, and the thing about it, it was always joy. It wasn't sadness. I mean, I'm not saying there wasn't moments, but there's always joy. He had joy and happiness. You know, when I talked to him, he was still the same old laughing uncle that made someone laugh or he's telling his little jokes or whatever. But that's because he has someone there that's strong and supportive of him. You know, and really um, caregiving has a lot of rewards, but it's also, it's not without its challenges. You know, any caregiver you talk about, you know, there's so many rewards for it. You know, like me, I'm able to, my mom said, you know, I don't feel like cooking. Can you cook? I love cooking. That brings joy to my life, but it also takes a burden away from her that she can just relax and take care of herself. You know, there is a lot of emotional and physical strain. um, Also, to financial and social pressures. You know, caregivers face numerous obstacles. But one thing I know with every challenge comes opportunity to overcome and grow stronger. You know, I know taking care of my husband for over seven years, there are so many growth opportunities um, and you grow stronger because of it. You know, I think too, is knowing that you are there supporting that person is is just a great, um, stronger opportunity or whatever. And I looked at my aunt and Her adults and how they help and support her, her friends, how they help and support her. It was wonderful. But we know and we've talked about self-care, but one of the greatest challenges caregivers face is burnout. That burnout is like, um, it's there when you're like, okay, I'm I'm tired. I I just want self-care. My sister, she oversees a guy's heart, a caregiver, small group from my church. And you could tell as people are telling about their experience in caregiving that some people are just burnt out. They're burnt out. But yet it's like you don't feel that you can take care of yourself because you feel that person is your responsibility. You know, um, so that's something that's why we talk about self-care on the show a lot. You know, it's so crucial for caregivers to recognize the signs and seek support. You know, sometimes you're there and you don't see, you know, you feel the guilt of I'm taking this time for myself. But I knew that, you know, it's like in the airplane, you know, we're in the airplane. Of course, they got to demonstrate what you got to do in case emergency. But they always say, put the mask on yourself first because you put it on your child or anyone else. You can, not if you're not breathing, You can't help the next person. So that's part of how we look at self-care. You got to take care of yourself and make sure you're strong in order to support that other person. You know, I talked about how, you know, I took probably every couple of months, I went somewhere and took some self-care rest and that my support system, my younger son, he was there to support me with that. But, or um, I knew when my sister, her husband passed away, I knew I had to go. I called my aunt and uncle and they sat with my husband who was in rehab. They sat with him. I thought, oh, just for some hours, but they were there until I came back to town because I had to go to another state. So that's the support. Um, It's so important to have that. So, you know, part of it is um, it's a role that shapes both the caregiver and the care receiver in profound ways. Um, As I said, I could see that. And then also, too, is, you know, the burnout is crucial for caregivers to recognize the signs and seek support. And I'm saying that again is because some people don't recognize the sign. If you're worn out every day and you're just falling into bed or whatever, I talked about it last week where when that person is resting, you have to rest. And that resting may not actually going to sleep like they may be. It may be reading a book or watching their favorite show. It may be doing that, but part of it is you have to get that rest. You know, and that's why I said, um, I think this weekend, I'll never forget it because I could see the hope and compassion that happened caring for my uncle that they gave to him. You know, uh, my cousin has a picture of her husband celebrating his birthday and they're just laughing, singing a birthday song, but it brought joy to him. You know, those things and those moments make the difference, you know. And then also I can see the patient understanding made all the difference, too, to my uncle and in the home and for my aunt. what she gave out, you know, it's kind of, um, it's kind of like, okay, what am I going to do next? I don't have him to care for. But yet um, it's probably time for her to self-care and take care of herself because she was always there for him. You know, and I could see also the powerful connections that were there between him and also the people that were taking care of him. It can make a huge difference. You know, it, it's a reminder that the heart of caregiving lies the strength and love that binds us all together. The love that was there with the people that took care of them, they had great stories. And they didn't mind, they did it every night. Every day, every minute, got up early if you had to get up early, if you had to do things for you go to work, if you got up you said, oh, I got to go over here and assist. But they did it and they did it with love and compassion. So that's one thing. I was just, caregiving is a part where you just have to take the time to um, be compassionate, empathizing with them, but also just knowing that support is there. Um, I know that my aunt wanted things a certain way done for my uncle. And as I said, my aunt, my excuse me, my cousin said, you know, thank you, brother, for taking care every night, coming over, supporting my mom and, you know, doing it the way she wanted to be done. It was awesome. And what it was nice when you walk, you think someone that took care of someone every single day that maybe their house is going to be in disarray. My aunt had it all together. She had it all together. You know, maybe she has support of a housekeeper coming in, but that's okay. You know, you as a caregiver supporting someone, it's okay to have a housekeeper come in. You know, it's okay. Some people have personal chefs come in and make their meal planning. It's okay. It's a way to support yourself. But whatever you need, that self-care is so important. It's so important. You know, um, part of it is, you know, like I said, it's so much love, sacrifice, and dedication. And I saw it. So one of the things, if I kind of wrap this up, um, in my years of caregiving, I really learned it's about more than just providing physical assistance. It's about connecting, understand, empathizing. As I, I just want to say it again, it's so important about that. It's more than a physical part. Is that connecting, understand, empathizing with those you care for, you know, and that growth and learning that happens through that. Um, I just I I'm saying it again, I probably said it three times, but to me it's so important. You know, in part of hearts of caregiving, we want to make sure our listeners sharing the experiences and insights that we have. You know, that's why I said that we're going to have different speakers come on. You know, I want you to remember that caregiving is a journey that we can navigate together with compassion, resilience, and support. So join us next time as we continue to explore the many facets of caregiving. And then until until then, take care of yourself and each other. Please join us on at Hearts of Caregiving on Facebook. Make sure you like, please let us know how you like the episode. Tell us your experience about caregiving. And also we're always looking for people to come on the show. So please let us know if you'd like to be a guest. And then also you can get a pod. Every Wednesday we drop a podcast. You know, lately we've been having some technical issues, but I think we figured it out. So please join us. On there. And then also, don't forget, you can find every episode at heartsofcaregiving.org. Heartsofcaregiving.org. Thank you and be blessed. And we will talk to you next week. Have a great day.
0: Thank you for listening to Hearts of Caregiving. You can find us on our Facebook page, Hearts of Caregiving. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share. Until next time, take care.